Episode 156, Valentine's Day is more than just one day. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. We're so happy to be behind the mics with you guys today. Um, It's always a thrill for us, and, and just it's the highlight of our week. In a lot of respects, just the opportunity to connect with all of you around the world. Um, You know, we've heard from a lot of you over the last week or so, and we're so honored that you take the time to share your lives with us in your emails, in your phone calls. Uh, It's just, it is a privilege that we never anticipated when we started this podcast over three years ago now. And, and I just want to, I know Tony's mentioned this a few times, but just share from myself as well that we do pray for all of you on a daily basis. And so when you're struggling and you let us know about it, it gives us an opportunity to, to just lift you up and to include you, you know, you're part of the one family and that is a family that keeps on growing because you guys, you guys have got this really strong thing called word of mouth going on. You are po- sharing our posts up on Facebook. You're making comments on iTunes. You're rocking it. And we're just, we're so appreciative of all of that. And every once in a while, we just need to take a second and say thank you. Because if it wasn't for you, that we wouldn't be an international podcast if it wasn't for you taking the time and connecting with the message, sharing it with your friends, encouraging them to pick up the books uh, or the, you know, love at the next level CD set, all of those different resources that we've made available to you. It's uh, it's a real joy. And we're just, we're so excited with everything that we've got coming down, coming down for this year and into 2014. And we're just, we're ready to get going. Yeah. Ready to get going. And so if you want to get in touch with us, Info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can email us there. Do realize we're trying to do something new too, starting, we're trying to batch more of what Mm -hmm. we're doing. And so we're still working on this, but one of the things we're trying to do is batch all the emails we do get. We're not too sure what day that's going to be just yet, but just realize if you don't hear from us for a week, it's not that we haven't looked at your email or anything. It's just, we're trying to start batching it. So we do it all at one time and that way we're in the flow. We're right there. We know where most of you are coming from, and we can just really give you our all instead of doing one email here and one email there and missing some and not getting to others. So just just work with us here. Give us a little grace. So info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com, 858-876-5663. That's our listener call-in line. It goes directly to a voicemail, so you don't ever have to worry about waking us up no matter where you are in the world, just call it, leave your message. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from those of you who have done seven days of sex challenges and have completed it. Call in, scream. We did it. We love hearing those. It is just awesome to hear. If you've done something longer and you want to say, Hey, we did 30. We did it. Beautiful. Share because that is just so awesome to know that the two of you took time out of your lives, out of your schedule to really make time for each other and to grow your marriage and to launch it from where it was 
to where you're going. Mm-hmm. So that is just awesome. If you want to connect with us on, us on Facebook, you can do that as well. You can just hit the little message deal there and send us a message. You know that we check that often. Again, trying to batch that a little bit more when it comes to replying to those messages. And um, that's it. Let's get started today. Absolutely. And you guys are going to be getting this podcast, um, those of you that listen to it for the first time, Valentine's Week. And we couldn't let the week go by without talking about love and romance and Valentine's. And it also happens to be National Marriage Week. Yep. So the emphasis is all on you guys this week. Yeah. All on you guys and romance. And, and you know, we're really digging into the idea that our society has made Valentine's Day this super holiday, this mega holiday for declaring your love and showering your, your loved ones with roses and chocolates and dinners out and all of these things that say I love you. Cards, flowers, rings, jewelry. Jewelry, gifts of all shapes and sizes. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes all of that stuff gets in the way because we we put all this emphasis on one day and then we forget or we lose sight of the fact that we're really supposed to be demonstrating our love to our spouses every day daily you know it's kind of like we were talking to some folks last week and we were talking about the emphasis that's put on the wedding day you know everything is focused on this day boom the dresses the caterer the and the list goes on and then there's not as much planning and thought given to the rest of the marriage. Yeah, all that romance that we we think in our mind sort of culminates on the wedding day. And for many of us, after that, like Elisa said, there's no plan. And so the romance lasts for a little bit and then it wanes. Mm-hmm. And we get frustrated and we get tense and... We're looking at each other going, wow, it was just a short time ago that we were just so in love. What happened? And the reality is, is that we got to have a plan. I mean, just like you got to have a plan for loving your spouse and showing that Valentine's Day love on a regular basis, you know, because uh, here's something you got to know about Tony and Lisa. We do not go out on Valentine's Day. Have not in many, many, many years. And as far as flowers, I think it was only the very first Valentine's Day that Tony and I were dating that I I got flowers. I know I remember you sent me three roses that day. Cool. Yeah, that was eighteen years ago. Yeah. Um. So it's and we've never really done chocolates. I mean, any of the typical Valentine's Day stuff we stopped doing, especially because I think it was one of our early married Valentine's Day where we went out to dinner and the weight was ridiculous and the food was completely overpriced. Right. For one day. Right. And so we, we you know, we were, I remember sitting there across the table from you on that Valentine's Day and we we're just kind of like, why are we doing this? You know, what, what is, what is so special about this one day that makes it more special than any other day? Mm-hmm. Other than what I have said for many a years that I believe that it's just a Hallmark holiday yes. and it has just been marketed to us so that we all go, oh my gosh, I need to do something. I need to show my love because I haven't done it in a while or I haven't done it 
all year long. So this is the one day that I am going to go out there, husbands or wives, that I'm going to just go out there and I'm going to just really show my love in whatever way you may do that. And then the day, the next day, and then the next day, and the next day, it sort of tapers off. And right. Then You're back again. to where you were before. And, you know, it's our hope through those of you that listen to this podcast that you're making the changes in your marriage that Valentine's Day, while you may celebrate it in whatever way works for your family, your marriage, that you're actually celebrating your love on a regular basis. You're doing those things that demonstrate to your spouse, you know what? We have Valentine's Day every day. You know, and, and there are some key reasons why this is so important. Because, you know, first and foremost, your marriage is your number one earthly relationship. This is, this is the relationship that when you stood before the judge, when you stood before the priest or whatever other religious official pastor that you had up there and all of your witnesses and said, I'm going to be with this person. I choose you as long as life shall last. You are making a promise to this other person. And that promise carries a lot of responsibility which I think is something that we as a culture or a society don't, don't dig into very much. I think, you know, again, like we were talking about at the beginning, you know, we put so much into the day that we forget about, you know, the fact that 50 years is a really long time. 60 years is a really long time. 16 years is a long time. 16 years is a long time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from Tony first. But, you know, we we get married and then we stop making our spouse our number one priority in a lot of cases. I did that with Tony. When the kids came along, Tony was not my number one priority and my marriage suffered for it. I was having lunch with a woman the other day and she's an empty nester. And another woman asked her, she's like, so how's that going? you know, with it kind of anticipating the empty nester. Oh, I miss my children thing. This woman got the biggest smile on her face and she's like, it's wonderful. Hmm. We're dating. We're, you know, we don't have to cook big meals if we want to. We can go and do whatever we want when we want. She had so much excitement for her marriage. Hmm. I was thrilled. I just, I sat there and I just, I just had a little grin on my face because I hadn't introduced what I do yet. And when she asked me what I did, I'm like, you know, I love to listen and talk to people like you who are making their marriage a priority because she gets it. She gets that her marriage is the foundation for which her children are going to model their marriages for which her community looks at her as a relationship that while flawed, because let's face it, they're all flawed in some way, shape or form. You know, we've all got our little quirks. Tony would love for me to be neater. I, it, it's going to be, you know, he may still be wishing for that on his deathbed. You know, it's just, it's a quirk. Um, but we work at it mm-hmm. and we work at making each other a priority. That's why when we wrote stripped down, the very first chapter was from the top down, get your priorities in order because when you get your priorities in order, Valentine's day happens every day. And again, when we say every day, it's not this thing where, flowers are being bought every day or you're getting a letter every day or you're getting a card or chocolates or 
a monetary piece of equipment every day. I should say a piece of equipment. I mean, <laughs> apparently I'm getting a drill or something for Valentine's day <laughs> piece of equipment. Am I getting a vacuum cleaner? You may be. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not that, but it's the investment you're putting in, right. in some way, shape or form. And again, like Elisa said earlier, we just, we haven't done it for so long. And the reason being was one, it was a monetary thing for us. We just didn't see the sense in spending large amounts of money. Yeah, call us frugal uh, if you want. But I just didn't see any sense in spending a bunch of money for one day when I could wait a week and I could get the same thing for half, if not less. I could go out to the same restaurant, have a better experience a day or two later and have a better experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we pretty much stopped doing Valentine's Day stuff. You know, this year we'll we'll go out the night after. Yeah, I think that's our plan this year. Our plan is to do that because our son's going to be away and we're going to make sure we get the sitter for the daughter and mm-hmm. we're going to get away the day after. And so, you know, think about that. And again, when it comes to the the actual roses or the letter do those on other times you know okay i have to brag on you what i have to brag on you because i know that you told everybody um a few weeks ago that before the month before the end of january came that you were going to send me or not send me give me a love letter my goal is to do one of those a month so was it the 31st no no it was a couple days before but i'd gone out for a walk and i come home and there's this envelope sitting on my uh, my place at the kitchen table and and he's got this little grin on his face and so the really neat thing is that he had written he also told you guys about the invisible ink pens and so he had written to hot stuff one of his nicknames for me um in the invisible ink and ironically enough you know i love how my husband is able to incorporate scripture into so it had a verse from proverbs underneath you know too hot stuff and then this verse from proverbs and inside the card he'd written me this amazing letter and around it um presumably so the children couldn't read it was all of these just fabulous things that he loves about me and my body and and whatnot but that was all written in the invisible ink and i have to tell you it's in my it's in my keepsake box because just like a lot of you said when we did that episode having those written words of love, having that, that when, you know, things are not going so well and you can pull it out and you're like, okay, this is just a phase. We're just in a moment. We're just, you know, life's hitting us right now. You can really go back to that and say, okay, focus, focus on the positives, you know, and it cost him nothing. He had to go buy the card. I I won't say say it cost him nothing. I mean, it was like three or four bucks. I actually, I got to say this guys. I actually went to Target and found a card. And this has, this has been a, a long time for me. But I got to say, most cards are goofy and I just don't dig them. This one actually hit home. So I was really stoked about that. I don't know if it'll happen as I move forward through the year. And if not, I'll have to make my own cards or something. But that is a perfect way to okay. do something for Valentine's Day. It really is. I mean, we did a whole show on writing that romantic love letter. And so, uh, 
it's a way to show your love. And again, it doesn't stop on that day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to write Elisa one for that day and then never do it again. It is my goal to continue to write those. And I get my inspiration from Ronald Reagan. I got to say, if, if you got, if you're in front of your computer, just Google Ronald Reagan love letters. And I mean, here's this guy that wrote some amazing, quick, you know, love letters and notes to Nancy. And what an amazing thing to read. It, it really is. And, and I look at that even for myself to go, wow, I'm not that good. Really, I, I, I'm reading his stuff and it's really good. But this is what I do know, is that if I practice and I keep doing it, I'm going to get better. And little things will come to me that probably wouldn't have come to me if I didn't do them at all mm-hmm. and was trying to force it. Well, and I think the other thing that d- that demonstrates is that, you know, especially for the men that, I mean, here you have a man, regardless of how you feel about him politically, but you have a man that had a lot of power, a lot of responsibility, and he still found the time and made the time. Oh yeah. To shoot his wife, little messages to let her know just how important she was on a regular basis. You know, so much so that these letters are now out there. Yeah. It's in a book. I, yeah. I, I want to say they put it in a book. And, and so, you know, again, don't think that it has to be a love letter. Don't think that it has to. Be, I mean, some of you, I know, cause we've gotten the comments over the years. Some of you, you know, it's flowers once a week. Like you come in with the, I don't know if it's the Friday flowers or the Tuesday flowers or whatever day it is, but you walk in and you just know. Mm-hmm. that that's the day and and it's just that little like here's my here's my love token you know some of you you know you make sure that your spouse's car always is filled up with gas you know if you get in the car and you see that it's it's low on gas when you're bringing it back it's got a full tank i had a girlfriend her husband did this you know he went out one night and she knew she was low on gas so she so he takes the car out to go run some errands, comes back. She gets in the car the next day, still thinking, I've got to get gas, right? Like, that, I know I left the car on E. I've got to go gas. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the gas station trying to pump the gas. It won't do anything. She's trying to pump the gas. It still won't do anything. She's completely frustrated. So she finally just says, forget it. I'm going to a different gas station. So she puts the gas pump away, gets in her car, looks at her gas gauge. It's completely full. Calls her husband and says, oh, did you fill up my gas? you know, almost accusatory. Did you fill up my gas tank? And he's, he said, yeah, I did it last night when, when I took your car out because you were almost on E. And she, you know, she was just like, oh, thank you. you know, it took her a while because she was actually more angry that like her gas gauge or gas tank wasn't working until she realized that it had, it had been an act of love. Yeah. He had just realized, you know, I don't want her to have to worry about it. the next day and I'm in her car. So let me go fill it up. You know, some of you, some of you always bring home that favorite treat from the grocery store. I I remember growing up, my dad has this thing for Pepperidge Farm mint Milano cookies. And, (laughs) you know, mom would very regularly just pick up a bag of those at the store for dad. That was just, you know, she probably still does. She'll, this will be the episode they listen to because they always listen to random episodes. And when I talk about them, it's usually a good time that they're going to listen. She probably still does buy them. Because that's just one of her little ways to say, I'm thinking about you and I love you. And I know that this is something that you enjoy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, some of you go to brunch every Saturday morning. It's your thing. You sit out and you just, you connect over it. See, it doesn't matter what, what works for us. If that doesn't work for you, what matters is that you do it. Guys, demonstrating your love on a regular basis to your spouse is one of those ways that you are continuously strengthening your marriage. When you save it all up for one day, that means there are 364 other days that the world is beating down on your marriage. And don't get us wrong. I mean, having something nice to give on Valentine's Day, hey, if that's what you've been doing and it, it works for you guys, continue doing it. What we're saying though is don't let it be the only day you're doing it. You know, don't let it start and end on that day. Expand on it. Take the time. You know, if it's one of those things where from so many of you, we hear this, that communication has died in our marriage. The communication, us trying to connect at a deeper level emotionally, it just isn't there anymore. And we get it because we were there. Maybe this Valentine's Day, this is a day that you kick off connecting at a deeper level. If you haven't picked up our newsletter, go get it. It's at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash newsletter. Enter your name, enter your email, hit submit. And what you're going to get from us is a document called 77 Questions to Get the Conversation Started. And this is... 77 questions that you guys can ask each other daily for the next 77 days to connect at a deeper level. See how that is love in action for days after Valentine's Day. It's not just one day. And days and days and days. And what you're going to do though, is you're going to walk away 77 days from now going, man, I learned something new about my spouse. I really didn't know that about him. I really didn't know she liked that. See, what we forget is that when we first start dating and then we get engaged, we're younger. Some of us may have even been older, but over time we change, we grow, life happens and we learn and sometimes we digress. And if we're not sharing that with one another, I can't read Elisa's mind, nor can she read mine. And so it's almost going back to those stages when we were first dating and it's connecting again. It's, Mm -hmm. it's learning about her likes and dislikes again, because those change. And I know many of you are going, well, geez, we used to do this on Valentine's day and you always loved it, but now you don't. And it's frustrating because I don't know what you like. Well, that, see, that's where the, the goodness comes from the 77 questions because we can start learning. We can relearn. You know, life happens. And sometimes we can have major, major shifts. So it, it's something to really think about. You can pick that up, like I said, 77 questions to get the conversation started. It's at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash newsletter. And, and, you know, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not the connected a deeper level. Maybe it's, you want to kick off a seven days of sex challenge. Yeah. Hey, nothing I, better to do than there's, that. There's, you know, when we were at our workshop last week, we actually encouraged the couples to think about Valentine's day as their launching off point, you know, so that you, you get that focus again on your physical intimacy. You know, 
look at your calendars, see if the 14th through the 20th works for you for the seven days. Start that and then go into the intimacy lifestyle. Make that be your ongoing way of connecting and focusing on your physical intimacy. What a gift to have regular intimacy with your spouse, to have that physical connection, to have that time where, you know, the two of you are connecting emotionally and physically and just being together, Mm -hmm. shutting out the rest of the world. Deciding this year that maybe the Valentine's gift for your spouse is the intimacy lifestyle. For those of you that are the low desire spouse, or for those of you that don't initiate as often as you probably should. And I own that because before we started the intimacy lifestyle, I was both of those things. I'm still the lowest desire spouse, but thanks to the intimacy lifestyle, I initiate half the time. Uh, but when you, when you give that gift to your spouse, you're giving them the gift of connection. You're giving them the gift of yourself. And you know, ultimately, there, there's every beautiful thing in the world that you could give to your husband or your wife. But really the number one thing, I think if we asked any of you that you would desire from your spouse is them, Mm -hmm. is them. I I want, I want you mind, body, and soul. I, I want your attention when I'm talking to you. I want your, your time you know, and, and you guys have heard us talk about quality time because let's face it with work and things like that, you cannot give your spouses the same amount of quantity that you give to other areas of your life, but you can definitely give them the quality of being fully present when the two of you are together. You can, you have so much to give that really costs you nothing monetarily, but will reap, you know, it reminds me of, is it the MasterCard commercials that always end with priceless? Is that Master? Yeah, I think it's MasterCard where sure. it gives you a couple of things and tells you how much they want. And usually at the end, it's like the experience is priceless. And, you know, you can, you can spend money on all these different things. And, and don't get me wrong. I like gifts. But the time and the experiences with Tony, the love letters, the, the little surprises, that we're going to do this or going to do that. Those mean so much because the stuff will fade away. It will. The experiences, the memories, the mementos, like those love letters, those aren't going anywhere, folks. Those are the things you hold on to. And, and you know, when life throws you curveballs, that's what you're, you're remembering and you're giving, it gives you the strength to go on. And, and when you build Valentine's day into a way of life, when you build loving your spouse into your character, into who you are, and it becomes more than just one day, it puts you in a whole different, a whole different place. It sets you apart. It sets your marriage up as an example for others as the way that a husband and wife should love each other. Mm-hmm. And in this, in this world where that's not always the case, to be that example, to be someone that others can turn to when they're struggling, you're needed. 
Your demonstrations of love are absolutely needed. People need to see strong marriages and it starts with you. It starts with you making a decision that while yes, February 14th is a great day and I'm going to declare my love to Tony on that day. I'm also going to do it on February 15th and June 5th and October 27th and, you know, March 23rd and, you know, pick a day every day. You know what that day is that does fall on your intimacy lifestyle day. So I would assume you're going to initiate on Valentine's Day. <gasps> uh, uh, thank you, calendar. <laughs> Apparently I am. So now you all know one of the things that Tony and Lisa will be doing on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And you know what? That's we, so funny. As, you, as you were talking there, I went back and I found this awesome email we got from a couple. Mm-hmm. And I want to read it because I think it really just sort of talks about what we've been sharing today. And it goes, Tony and Lisa, right now, for some time, everything has been bliss. We got married 19, almost 20 years ago. Foolishly, I had just turned 18 and she was 16, almost 17. We had only been dating five months and thought we knew everything. The first couple of years were tough. The next couple were easier. Somewhere along our path, we became comfortable enough to take each other for granted. Sometime back, I decided that I wanted to show her how much I loved her. I began courting her again. She had long been a fantastic wife, waking up at 4 a.m. to make my breakfast before work, packing my lunch, picking up my messes, and the list goes on and on. Since I began voicing my affection towards her, we have gone closer and closer. We are truly best friends and lovers. I recently began sending her a daily email telling her a new reason I love her or something I love about her. This is telling her things she may not have known while forcing me to examine my love more closely and realize things I may still be taking for granted. As far as the 60 days of sex challenge, we are currently in our 13th week of nightly sex. 13 weeks. Do do the math folks. It's like that's a long time. hundred times. Good for you guys. Holy cow. That's awesome. Let's see. 108. I don't know. I am truly blessed to have this woman in my life. Despite the hard times we created for ourselves. I wouldn't trade our experiences in life together for the world. So that's powerful that there, there is love in action. Well, and I, and I think, you know, there's so much packed into that message. The thing that really stands out besides the 13 weeks of nightly <laughs> sex, which I just did the math. That's 91 days, which is mind boggling even for us. Um, and they do have kids because I did respond back <laughs> and I asked, I said, do you guys have kids by chance? And they do have kids. The, the thing that I love about that message and the thing that I tell people all the time is you need to be able to look at your spouse and, and acknowledge the fact that you guys have had hard times. No marriage that is more than 24 hours or you know, past the first 24 hours has not been without headaches, challenges, you know, sometimes even in your first 24 hours, I mean, something happens at the reception and you're like, what's going on here? But for him to be able to say, you know what? I'd do it all over again. I would not trade. He said, I would not trade these experiences. And you know, I love that because I often think about what Tony and I have faced in our, in our married life, going through 
financial crises, going through, you know, the pornography addiction, going through the loss of Andrew. And I think sometimes I'm like, wow, you know what I, what I, would I take any of that away? And I realized a few years ago that if I took any of that away, we wouldn't have the marriage that we have today. Hmm. And I can look at him, you know, as right now, as we're sitting across the table, chatting with all of you and say, I'd do it all over again. I'd go through the heartbreak. I'd go through those, you know, times that we were on top of the world. I would do it all over again because I wouldn't be where I am right now in life if it wasn't for this relationship. And to be able to say that and know that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, that walking the road of life with this person and being able to demonstrate and reciprocate their love is huge. It's huge. And, and this week, you know, for those of you that, you know, are early bird listeners and you listen to it on Tuesday, you've got two days to figure out what your demonstration of love is going to be and how you're going to put that into place for this year. Maybe it's the once a month love letter. Maybe it's the intimacy lifestyle. Maybe it's the seven days of sex challenge. Maybe it's the 77 questions to get the conversation started. Maybe it's leaving your cell phone home on date nights. You know, maybe it's doing date nights. You know, think about it. And then whatever that is, whatever your idea is for this year, for 2013, I challenge you to write that on a piece of paper, stick it in a box, and present it to your spouse on Valentine's Day as your gift. Hmm. Whatever that is, whatever, whatever you've come up with, because you... We know from all the emails, you guys are so creative. Oh gosh, yeah, you guys are awesome. I mean, you guys, you guys rock our sock, <laughs> knock our socks off with with some of the stuff that you come out with. I'm like, really? I never thought about that. But do it. Share with your spouse that gift, and watch their reaction, because you will be blown away at how much that means to them. Hmm. I got to get working on this. I've only got a couple of days. <laughs> Alisa and I love putting those challenges out to you guys because you know what? It makes us take action too. Mm-hmm. We are held accountable to you guys and we hope that we can hold you accountable so that you can experience that passion, that romance, that intimacy you want in your marriage, yep. right? You know, sometimes we need somebody We talk about it often in business, have accountability partners, have mentors that can help you grow, that can help you expand. Well, guess what? We're your marriage experts, accountability people. We're here to hold you accountable to having that extraordinary marriage that you desire. And you can come to us and ask us questions. You can post stuff up on Facebook. We're here for you because we want you to have it. And yes, Not every day is going to be perfect. You guys know we don't have every day that's perfect. Mm. But you know what? When we look back on our lives over the last five years, most of that time has been up. And the low times, we got through them faster and quicker so that we could begin to love on each other more and more. 
So as you enjoy your Valentine's Day, we hope it's not just the only day that you're going to love on each other. And we hope that you'll take action this year and do something that's really going to show your love daily. And so when 2014 comes around, you're going to look back and go, that was the year of love. Mm. That was the year that we just loved on each other in our own special way that nobody else could. And with that, just want to tell you guys, we love you all so dearly. We hope you have a fantastic Valentine's Day and have a great week.